more wood? Oh, yeah. You are now listening to Blast Burn Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Blast Burn Radio. I am your host, Jolly by Nature, and with me today is our friend, my Pokemon rival, our battle buddy, Messer Engine. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today, Mess. It's a blast of the past. It's two years or so on since we started this, but you're going to find this at the bottom of the feed. It's a magic <laughs> trick. Yeah, so... Blastburn Radio has been in production now for a little over two years and has grown and evolved in size, shape, and scope in so many ways that we've come to realize that our very first episode, the episode one, complete with shitty audio and bad jokes that you've all come to love or at least tolerate, it isn't really the best introduction to our show in its more modern incarnation. So we wanted to put together a hello and welcome to new listeners that better explains who and what we are, what this show is and is about, and how best to navigate the Minotaur's Labyrinth that is our feed. Uh, so welcome. We are so glad that you have decided to check out Blastburn Radio, and we hope that you enjoy our show. Yeah, we got lots to tell you today, too. Like... We do a lot of stuff, you guys. So, Blastburn Radio is, at its core, a celebration of the Pokemon franchise, and in particular of the Pokemon video game series in its entirety. Our hosts, which include myself and Messer Engine, our friend Rohane joined us through the first season, and our friend Celeste has been with us from then on. Uh, we are embarked in what we call our Nuzlocke World Tour of every main series video game title in the Pokemon franchise. And we come together to recount our gameplay experiences and opinions, share our victories and our defeats with you, the listener, and compete head-to-head -head in vicious competitive combats. Uh, every other week, the show was initially weekly. Uh, currently, it is bi-weekly. Our show has seen a number of formatting changes over the course of its lifespan, but that basic premise remains unchanged at the core. Now, if you're not familiar, or if you got confused when we mentioned Nuzlocke World Tour, a Nuzlocke is a type of hard mode or challenge run, which is unique to the Pokemon community. We go pretty in-depth defining it in our first couple episodes, so definitely check those out if you want more information. But Nuzlocke's, as a rule, are defined by three rules. Three very special important rules. Rule number one, you may only capture the first Pokemon you encounter in a given route or area. Rule number two, if a Pokemon faints, it is considered dead and must be released or boxed and no longer used in battle. Rule number three, you must nickname every Pokemon you catch. Yeah, you gotta name them so it hurts when they die. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where half the audience turned off the podcast now we build on those basic rules for our series in a number of ways and we'll talk about that rule set here in a bit but those three rules are at the heart of everything that we do and any true nuzlocke run 
Uh, Nuzlocks are popular and beloved within the community for a number of reasons. Obviously, the increased difficulty can be appreciated in games that are aimed at a market demographic of, well, dumb babies. Uh, but frankly, mostly, Nuzlocks make a great vehicle for storytelling. Uh, you know, we all know the gym leader, Whitney, and, and as we all know, she's incredibly difficult. It's something of a meme in Pokemon at this point. But while that may be a source of momentary frustration in a typical playthrough, it can be utterly devastating in a Nuzlocke series. When your encounters are limited and they aren't recoverable when you fail, every death, even every near miss, every time you live on one HP matters in a way that can't be replicated in a normal playthrough. Uh, those stories demand to be told, and our vehicle for telling them is this podcast. Now, Blastburn Radio is episodic, and what that means is that our episodes follow our Nuzlocke gameplay and thus build on each other. While you can certainly jump in whenever you'd like, you may be disoriented if you start in the third section of what amounts to a 12-part story. You certainly don't need to start with episode one if you don't want to. Uh, and if you do want to, trust me, the audio does get better with time. There, there is a reason we're doing this and you can hear it here now. Uh, but you'll probably get the most enjoyment out of starting with the beginning of a particular game series. You'll find a list in the show notes of this episode and the premiere episode for each series. Now, there are also a few scattered bonus episodes in what we call community spotlights in our history. Uh, these are just fun one-offs where we bring on guests to discuss particular topics or just discuss them amongst ourselves. I, th I think they're pretty good and hold up well personally, uh, but they are not a part of that episodic series, and they can be safely skipped if you so choose without missing any context for the world tour. There are also uh, a couple shows that's important to note uh, in our Blaster and Radio feed. You'll find Showdown Spotlight, where Jolly and I uh, focus down on a single Pokemon and discuss what makes it unique and valuable in various competitive Pokemon metagames. Basically, how best to use it. This show is not currently in our like full scheduled production, but it comes out when the urge strikes us, and some of the information honestly is now probably dated since the competitive metagame is evolving constantly. But if you're interested in learning about top level play and team building, the concepts in that show are always relevant, and they'll definitely be something of value for you in there. We also release Blastburn Radio Adventures bi-weekly on the weeks that Blastburn Radio does not upload. Uh, Adventures is our take on an actual play role-playing podcast where uh, myself, Mess, and Celeste are joined by my brother Jacob as we adventure together in a Pokemon world based in that of the video games, but with hopefully a more grounded feel. Uh, we play a game of our own design in this show. Uh, we homebrewed our system using the Simple Worlds framework of Powered by the Apocalypse. Uh, if you enjoy role-playing games like Dungeons & Dragons or other actual play podcasts like The Adventure Zone or Friends at the Table, or even if you just like stories and storytelling, hopefully there's something for you here. Now, these shows are their own series and are absolutely not required listening to get the full Blastburn Radio experience, but we hope that you'll check them out and enjoy them all the same. Thank you guys so much for checking out our show. Like, this is something that we've poured uh, a whole lot of 
our our blood, sweat, and tears, as it were, into over the last couple of years. And um, we really love doing it. We really love entertaining you guys. We really love having the opportunity and the excuse to hang out with each other and talk a lot of bullshit. It's a whole lot of fun. When Jolly says that we, we pour blood, sweat, and tears into this project, like, he totally isn't kidding. Come see us the last week of a series when we're streaming on Twitch for a stupid amount of hours are mostly delirious from working too much and streaming too much and are like, oh my god, can we please make it to the finish line? There's something special about playing games that are inherently easy in a in a manner that makes them extremely difficult. I think uh, there's a certain degree of, of magic there in taking something that is like ultimately exceptionally approachable and making it really, really hard. And I, I hope that that really captures for you guys as well. And if you're just checking out the show for the first time, if you'd like to, then then go for it. Go ahead and, and dive on in. You now have every bit of context you need to, to pick up the start of any of our multitude of series and kind of hit the ground running and enjoy the show. But frequently we get questions about our, our rule set because while we do have an early episode where we go over our rules in, in detail, they also have evolved a lot over the course of two years. So again, the, the the second half of this episode is going to be much more informative than entertaining. And if you're not invested enough in our show yet to be super into that, that's totally valid. Again, pick your starting place and, and dive in. You're prepped. But if you want to know more about exactly how we play the rules that we hold ourselves and each other to, and how we determine the big winner and the big loser of each series. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, so I guess we should just jump right in. There's a lot to talk about. So we talk every season about what's changed from the last. Uh, this is something that we do regularly to help uh, make the system that we use better. But as of this recording, we're about to start season seven and well, uh, a lot has changed gradually and over time. Like if you were to listen to the rules uh, here in season one, what's directly above this episode in your podcatcher, uh, you'd probably be confused if you were dual listening to what's going on in season seven versus what was going on in season one. So we're gonna take some time to cover what we consider the base Blastburn Radio Nuzlocke rule set. Uh, and there will be other little rules that are hyper-specific to Black and White 2 that we'll go over in the introduction episode for that season. Uh, and obviously there'll be changes that are made in season eight and beyond. But what we're talking about today is the solid foundation upon which everything is built. Now, the first thing that I do want to address, and one of the most common like questions or, or inferences, at least in conversation that we get, you do not have to use our rule set to play along at home. It's not something that we expect of you. In fact, if you're new to Nuzlocke, to the concept of doing a Nuzlocke run altogether, I don't recommend that you use our rule set. We use a, a really difficult, frequently punishing variant of the Nuzlocke rules that we've built ourselves up to over two years of doing these series constantly. 
picking that up and running with it, you're very, very likely to struggle if you haven't also kind of, you know, it's, it's like when you start working out, like you have to increase your reps before you start adding more weight to the bar. That said, for those who, who do want to match us, uh, if you're an old hand at Nuzlocks and you want to go hard, or if you just want to challenge yourself, or if you don't want to punish yourself because you have a sense of shame, but, but you <laughs> want to, to better understand our gameplay, here is the Blastburn Radio Nuzlocke rule set. Now, as we mentioned earlier, all Nuzlocke runs follow the three Nuzlocke rules, and ours is no exception. That said, we've also adopted a few clauses, uh, if you will, which alter how those rules, and particularly the capture rule, functions. These keep with the spirit of the Nuzlocke rule set while giving us a degree of freedom from particularly boring uh, RNG, uh, if we're being real. Uh, like encounters, encountering nothing but Rattatas, for instance. Uh, the first of these clauses is Duplicates Clause, or Dupes Clause for short, this simply means that if we've already caught a Pokemon or something in its evolutionary family, we don't count it as our capturable encounter for a given route or area. Instead, we simply try again for a different encounter. Now, as a point of note, we do limit this to prevent potential abuse. Uh, you have up to five attempts at a unique encounter. If we fail to get something new and, and unique in those five attempts, we dupes out uh, and get nothing for that area. The only instance you'll see where we may capture something we've previously caught is if it has a split evolution line, at which point it's up to the player to decide if they want to count it as a duplicate or capture it and evolve it to the other path. Now, another clause that we observe is shiny clause, which simply states that if we encounter a shiny Pokemon, one of those exceptionally rare color variants, uh, we may catch and use it regardless of whether or not it is our, our valid first Nuzlocke encounter. Now, this is a commonly accepted community clause, but but here on Blastburn Radio, we decided that wasn't quite spicy enough for us. So as an extension of that, we treat shiny Pokemon as fateful encounters. And we go one step further, insisting that if you encounter a shiny Pokemon, you must do your utmost to capture it. You must exhaust every means available to you to attempt to catch that Pokemon. And that if you do successfully catch it, you must use it. It remains in your party until and unless it dies. This has had interesting and frequently disastrous consequences for our runs, but it's always interesting. It, it always is. I don't want to wax poetic about Shining Claws for a long time, but it is upended almost every series in some way that we've done. There are some other minor encounter affecting rules, including that we don't allow legendary Pokemon or with very few specific exceptions, Pokemon that are banned from standard competitive play or Uber by Smogon definition. That said, Shiny Claws is kind of the trump clause when it comes to uh, these encounters. So even a Pokemon otherwise banned from the series can and should be caught if it is shiny. Now, over the course of, of BBR's lifespan, we have experimented in various series with other additions that affected capturable encounters. Uh, we had a franchise tag rule where we locked particular Pokemon lines to individual hosts, and we've had ban phases where we removed certain evolutionary lines from play altogether. 
These may or may not return in future series, but they're also very specific to group play and can be implemented if you're playing along with friends, but can also safely be ignored if that's not something that you're interested in. Uh, both ways are valid. And if you're playing along with us at home by yourself, they would have no bearing on your run. We've also instituted a couple of rules to increase difficulty. We play with a level limit, generally the highest level of that week's big boss, uh, which is usually but not always a gym leader. If a Pokemon passes this limit, it must be banked until the limit increases. We also always play in set battle style, which removes the option to switch for free when your opponent does. And the only active items we allow use of in battle are Pokeballs, though held items are totally fine. These both increase difficulty exponentially, but perhaps more importantly, they make gameplay much more similar to PvP battles. If you want to get better at competitive play, whether that's to climb the online ladder in Pokemon Sword and Shield or just beat up your buddies in Link battles, adopting these playstyle changes is a great step to pushing yourself towards improvement. Now, another thing that's kind of proprietary of Blastburn Radio that we've adopted uh, that has been become a series staple is another optional difficulty rule, which we call hard mode uh, or hard mode gems. Our competitors play for points, and for each gym battle, we have the option of using hard mode rules to earn additional points. Uh, these points also scale in value, providing more points if you are behind, making this a much more compelling option for trailing competitors and providing a means to catch up. Uh, when we opt into a hard mode gym, we limit ourselves from using super effective moves for that entire gym. Uh, this is a hard commitment, meaning we can't simply change our minds if that gym battle starts to go poorly. Likewise, if we, through simple human error, click a super effective move in a hard mode gym, it has literally happened to all of us, we're people, we forfeit all of the points earned for that gym, which can frankly be even more devastating than deaths would have been. This is the ultimate in Blastburn Radio in high-risk, high-reward gameplay. Yeah, and another note there on these hard-mode gyms before we jump into our next point. If you F it up and you lose your points, you still got to do your your hard-mode yeah, anyways. You, you can't just go, well, I done goofed it up. Time to just run through. Like, no, you still got to. You committed to hard-mode. You have to complete it in hard-mode or, or fall trying. And it's it's rough. There have definitely been gems in our series where a, a trainer battle on the way to the leader has resulted in loss of points and the leader was very dangerous and deaths resulted because of it, uh, despite having forfeited all the points. When you declare, you locked in no matter what. Now, for PvP, again, our series does have a PvP component. Every episode of Blastburn Radio Podcast includes a PvP showdown where our competitors face off in PvP combat, sometimes in singles, sometimes in doubles, depending on the, the series rules. Uh, but for PvP, in our modern series, we want to maintain a degree of surprise around what exactly we bring every week. So we train a roster of eight Pokemon that are PvP eligible each week and bring 
bring six to each match. Uh, we each can and usually do record team builders for Twitch, where we set up our movesets and our teams and go over what we're bringing to each match and why. So if PvP is a really interesting and compelling aspect of this challenge for you, uh, be sure to keep an eye out for those. Uh, again, PvP is normally 6v6 singles, uh, but we do usually sprinkle in at least a few doubles battles per series for the sake of variety. Like, you've probably heard us mention points a couple times. We do play for points, and there are, are point values assigned to just about everything in the game. Losing a Pokemon costs you points, defeating gym leaders gets you points, KOing legendaries gives you points if you do it at or below level limit. We have a point system for just about every major accomplishment, and we try to tailor them to the games that we're playing. When there are contests, for example, contests give points. A small amount of points, but points nonetheless. And, you know, we, we judge our success and the completion of, of our series, the winner of our series, based off of uh, points and survival. Moving forward from Black and White 2 and beyond, we're going to do our very best to make sure that there's like a quick reference points guide available for every series um, for all of our listeners. That's something that was on our to-do list that fell to the bottom of our to-do list for a long time that, that we're picking back up on. Um, so if you're looking for one for an older series and its specific rule set, it might not be available, and I'm real sorry for that. But for the newer series moving forward, we'll make sure that that's, uh, that that's available to you guys. Yep, we try to make them like one-page infographics for you so that you can uh, get all the information quickly and easily and we can post it to all the fun places on, you know, uh, our Twitter and Facebook and all that good stuff. Now... There are also some very specific exceptions to the normal rules that apply to series finales or like really, really important mid-series breaks, which we'll sometimes refer to as mid-season finales. Uh, and for all of these, if we ever say that finale rules apply to a week, that is what we're referencing. Uh, for the finale for the Elite Four run or the Red Battle or, or something of that magnitude, our level limit applies before we go into the boss run. And especially for the Elite Four gauntlet, we can and, and will outlevel that level limit during the attempt, and that is both okay and expected. Unlike a normal week where that would mean that we have to stop using that Pokemon, if finale rules apply, we can continue using them until finished. Uh, we have to complete our finale gauntlet, our Elite Four run, our Trek up Mount Silver, etc. in a straight shot. Uh, even in those rare cases where we're given the option to leave and come back or access a PC somewhere in there, we do not take that option. Uh, finally, when we successfully complete finale gameplay, our team is immediately hands-off. We bring what's left of it, expended held items, dead Pokemon and all, to finale PvP, which has an increased scoring value compared to standard weekly PvP. Yeah, there is definitely a benefit to getting through your finale with your team intact and as many items in the places that you want them for PvP as possible. It is not a bring a train eight bring six week. It is a bring six to the finale. You get to keep what lives. 
So yeah, that is that is a quick and dirty, simple breakdown uh, of the rules that we use for Blastburn Radio podcast for the Nuzlocke World Tour. Um, again, there are going to be little things that are like only applicable to one series. Um, our, our champion of each series gets to apply their own rule to the to the next series, um, which is an ongoing tradition that goes all the way back to the beginning. And sometimes those rules are hyper specific to that next series and they just go away afterwards. And sometimes we decide they're really cool and we kind of roll them into the, the main rule set. So, so those are the types of things that you're just going to have to listen to the episode one to pick up on as far as what we're doing there. But with this overview, you understand the basics. You understand the core of what we do, uh, and that should that should definitely get you going. Context is king. You can listen to an episode and know what's going on now. Now, all of our gameplay for the series is streamed live on Twitch, so make sure to follow our host there if you'd like to come watch and support us live. Uh, you can follow myself at twitch.tv slash jollybynature, messerengine at twitch.tv slash messerengine, and Celeste at twitch.tv slash Lost. And if you want to talk to us, you can definitely email us at uh, blastburnradio at gmail.com or follow us on social media at blastburnradio. Uh, you can also support Blastburn Radio with a small monthly donation over at patreon.com slash challengeacceptedmedia to earn exclusive perks, including access to our community Discord channel, where you can hang out with all the other members of the Blastburn Nation, as well as your hosts. You can follow Jolly on Twitter at JollyByNature, Mez, me, at MezerEngine, and Celeste at CelesteLoss. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. I do want to give a very special thank you, as always, to my co-hosts, Messer Engine and Celeste. For Blastburn Radio, I am Jolly by Nature. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you next time, folks. Bye.